Pastor Ali gave us a synopsis of each of the Sundays of our Advent theme for this year, a messy journey. The decision, the planning and preparation, the journey itself and the arrival. Tonight we come to a time of bliss in our journey. When you hear the word bliss, what comes to mind? Contentment, peace perhaps, comfort and joy? Yes, bliss can be all of these things. It is defined as perfect happiness and great joy. I would like to, however, offer another way of looking at bliss, a state of perpetual blessedness. What I mean by this is, no matter what happens, regardless of the situation or the peril that we may be in, or how messy the trip becomes, we can be sure we're in good hands and all is well. I'd like to share a short story with you that speaks to the messiness of journeys that may come our way. A university sophomore had finished her finals and was driving four hours home for Christmas. <laughs> Packing for the trip took longer than she anticipated and the snowfall had, been, had started to come earlier than predicted. By the time she got on the road, the snow was already laying, at, laying and she was slowly maneuvering the car over the mountain pass. About an hour into the trip, she encountered a state police barricade. Due to the hazardous road conditions and the increase of accidents and fender benders, a state of emergency had been declared and the law enforcement were not permitting travel on the highways because they were not cleared or salted. The sun had long set and it was now dark as she edged her car onto the, onto the shoulder of the road. She slowly faced the facts that she was stranded and alone with the temperature holding steady at 28 degrees. It was a dangerously cold night. She called home to inform her parents of her dire situation. As her location was between mountain ranges, the cell service was sketchy. Her voice kept going in and out as she explained to her father her approximate location. He managed to discern that another motorist had pulled up onto the berm behind her. Its driver, a man, had exited his vehicle and was approaching her driver's side when all of a sudden the phone service ceased. Her father frantically called her numerous times but the calls never went through. He dialed 911 and reported his stranded daughter alone, but for a stranger. He was connected to the barracks closest to where he had lost contact. Is there anyone, any way I can get to her and to retrieve her? The understanding officer, a father of daughters himself, offered some consolation but informed him, unfortunately, it was both futile and unwise to set out in the storm. 
can you please send an officer to the, to the barricade and check that she is safe, the father pleaded. What seemed like an eternity went by, went by until his, so, his cell phone chirped again. It was the officer at the barracks. The young woman had been located and she was safe. As if by divine design, the stranger who approached her car was a state police officer who drove her to a nearby hotel where she could meet her dad in the morning. Her parents were relieved by the news. However, they were denied sleep until cell service was restored and they could hear their daughter's voice again, who calmly reassured them, I am fine. Now, if you are a parent, you may have experienced some similar times of fear and unknowing in your own life surrounding your children. Or maybe you have experienced these times in your own life in other ways. Regardless of the circumstances, we can rest in the assurance that we are never alone and we are in the good hands of God. We have seen this Advent season that Mary and Joseph had a messy journey as, as well until the time of bliss arrived at the moment of Jesus' birth. They had such expectations for their lives together, but it seemed at every turn their expectations were not realized. Whether we are, are, are the one on the journey or the one awaiting the arrival of the journeyer, we too have expectations. Our college student had expectations to arrive home in time for Christmas. Her parents expected the same. But when circumstances changed, their expectations had to change with them. So I ask you, what are your expectations for Christmas this year? What expectations do you have for the new year? Do you have hopes of bliss and blessedness in the journey? Now, although Mary's expectations changed, God did not disappoint. Luke's gospel tells us after the shepherds had visited the stable and given the Holy Family the good news of great joy, Mary kept close to her heart everything that was said and everything that happened. She pondered these things and treasured them in her heart. She could at last rest, even if momentarily, with bliss and blessed assurance. What did the angel of the Lord tell Mary about the events of this night long before she was pregnant? You will conceive and bring forth a son the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of God will overshadow you. Therefore, that which is inside of you shall be called the Son of God himself. What did the chorus of angelic hosts proclaim to a bunch of ragtag shepherds? For to you is born in the city of David 
the one who is Christ the Lord, the anointed one of God you've been waiting for. What did the old man in the temple say as he held the infant Jesus in his arms? He said, I can die in peace, for my eyes have seen God's salvation. He has prepared before the face of all people. What did John the baptizer shout when he saw an adult Jesus on the bank of the Jordan? Look, this is literally the Lamb of God who permanently removes the sins of people. Don't focus on the long and arduous trip to Bethlehem. Don't labor over how an uninformed Joseph considered divorcing Mary quietly so he could be done with the mess. Don't give power to Herod the Great or any Herod who menaces and messes up the peace of God's people. Don't tell me about how when all is said and done, Jesus only gathered a handful of followers before he died a horrible death and was abandoned to the grave. You see, your God, my God, is always up to something, and he does not take no for an answer. And if you don't believe that, ponder and receive the word of the Lord in Romans chapter 8. It assures us that in everything we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. And I am completely convinced that neither death, nor life, nor angelic hosts, nor the devil himself, nor your past, nor your present, nor your future, nothing in all of God's creation can separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus the risen Lord who was born into our hearts this very night. Amen. Jesus was born for all of us. He was born for you. He was born for me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, you can do that better than that. Jesus was born for all of us. He was born for you and me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There you go. Jesus gave his own life in exchange for the broken and messy lives of all of us, including you and me. Jesus rose from the grave and lives to the glory of God, reaching, loving, guiding, changing all of us, and that means you. If you just open your heart and surrender your messy journey to him tonight. In the book of Revelation, Jesus in the spirit tells the church, I am standing at the door and knocking tonight. Not next week when the new year is upon us and you've promised you can do better. Not next year when your ship has come in and your life is better equipped to offer him something in return. Not when the outlook is looking up and you're not the mess you currently might be. Jesus said, I am standing at your heart's door right now, right here, 
and I'm knocking. If you will just open up the door to your heart a crack and welcome me in, you can have perpetual, eternal bliss and blessedness so that nothing else ultimately matters. Your God rescues and delivers you home. Jesus' mission statement is this, I have come to seek and save the lost. Do you have a few messes that need to be cleaned up? Is your family a mess? Are your finances a mess? The medical test you're waiting to have, is your health a mess? How about relationships with your neighbors and your brothers and sisters that are sitting beside you in the pew? What wouldn't you do to have blessedness in your life tomorrow morning when you wake? I bring you the good news of great joy which is for all people. God loves this world so much that he gave his one and only son that whosoever believes in him will never perish, but will have eternal life. Regardless of your lingering doubt or your shame, God can give you perpetual bliss and blessedness so that you have life to the fullest. Amen.